chill your ice, and ready your dice. It's time for One Shot Adventures. Last time on One Shot Adventures, monsters were fought, plants were found. Now, can they make it back in time? Let's jump on in. <sighs> so you and Amber are... Oh. Okay. All right. We found it. Whoo. All righty. Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need your help. I mean, we can we can actually just sit here for a hot second. I don't think it's gonna be coming back because we kind of kicked his kicked his ass. But uh, we can hang out here for a second. Ideally, if you'd like to take a short rest. Oh God, you can take a short rest. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, she is. She is. Seven hit points. Doing a short rest. Doing a short rest. Gonna do some short resting things. Okay. Doing a short rest so that we don't die. Yeah. That's good. Up to 16 out of 20 hit points. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's different. It now allows you to actually just hit the button for the short rest. Oh, no, wait. Mm. I was wrong. I did the math on that wrong. I forgot it's a plus two to con. It's actually 18 out of 20 hit points. I'm almost full there. Nice. Okay. All right. Alrighty. So, you two take a short rest. You feel a little bit better. You you know where this plant is now. Yes. And as you two start to dig a little bit more and clear away some of the seeds. Mage hand in there. Yeah, you get your mage hand to help in there. You see that the closer you get to the sand, you see like the decayed soil, the decayed seaweed around it. And in the center, you see that uh, that transparent stem. You can, it's, it's initially hard to grasp. And the only way that you found it was the little bit of translucentness. Yeah. It's based on the light, how it was hitting it. So you start to dig things out, and Amber asks for your help in extracting some of the roots. All right. Because she she describes to you that there is a specific way to do it. So she grabs out some tools, and she's going to ask for your help, and the two of you are going to roll... First, you're going to roll a perception check to notice where the roots are. Okay. Three. She rolled a two. So you two, you're trying to figure out the roots, and it's really hard. It's really hard to find them. And Amber said, basically says to you that you know she doesn't want to just rip the can whole I, plant. Can out I try can destroy the root system? Because we're having trouble. Can I try clearing away more of the space around it to maybe give yeah. us a chance to to get a better, you know, look at it? Yeah. How do you do that? Um. Oh, let's see. I mean, prestidigitation always helps with stuff. <laughs> you can create an instantaneous sensory effect. Tell her to create non-magical trinkets. Or... Yeah, uh, maybe not. Um, no, but like yeah. maybe just like take my hands and sort of, we could see the root a little there. So maybe like sweep away some more of the sand. Yeah. 
Okay. So you sweep away a little bit more of the area. You, you kind of maybe get in there, you know, you, the two of you maybe spend another like five, ten minutes pulling out some seaweed, clearing out some of it, piling it up around um, so you can get a little bit of a better sense. And so I'm going to have you do another perception check, but this time with advantage because you cleared out more space. You can see a lot more of the area now. Okay. Okay, that's better. 15. Okay, 15. So you, as you're doing that, you uh, find a little area that seems to have like a, just a tiny bit of a root system poking out. Uh, and Amber kind of looks at that and goes, that should be, that should probably be good enough. Uh, let's try to, let's try to dig around there, but just be careful. You don't want to pierce yep. it because we don't want to, we don't want to ruin it, you know, before we, we bring it back. So the two of you start to dig it out and be very careful. So I would say, unless you're using anything sharp to help dig it out, I'm not going to have you roll yeah. any checks to actually No, just, just hands it. and mage hands and... Okay. So you start to, like, clear away the decayed sand and the gro- I mean, it's sand, so it's just rocks. But, yeah. like, the decayed stuff that's around it. And you uncover probably a good length of root that's there. And Amber looks at that, kind of assesses yeah, how much, you know, they'll probably need. And then says, all right, uh, I need to cut off, like, a piece here. But the thing is, is you got to hold the root down in a certain way so that you don't harm the plant system so that the other roots can continue to grow. So I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it in this way. And you see them like holding, like pulling the root taut a little bit. Okay. And say, all right, I need you to cut it right there, right in the middle, right where I'm holding it. And uh, to, to, to sever the connection because it needs to be nice and clean. All right. Can you do that? I, I think I can. Um, mm, I have stilettos for daggers, so that might not be a good. Do 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 you have do you have a knife to do this with? Oh yeah, oh yeah, my plant knife. Yeah, here you go. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull up. Here you go. And she hands you that like sickle-looking yeah tool that she yeah. swiped at the creature with. Yeah. All right. So look out. Yeah, just use that. Don't cut yourself though. It's sharp. I will be very careful. And don't cut, don't cut me. Don't uh, me either. We'll try. Okay. Let's, all right, here we go. Right, right in the middle. I'm right. going to hold it nice and taut. Okay, I aim for the spot. Do you want me to make an attack, or do you want me to do, like, nature, or survival, or... Yeah, I'll say do an attack. Do an attack. Okay. DC's not going to be super, super high. 19. Nice! Okay, so you kind of take a quick look at it. You maybe do that thing that, you, you know, you kind of lower it just once or twice just to make sure it's right in the middle. So you go like one, two, slice! And it's quick and clean. And just as you do that, Amber is like, great! And really, really quickly covers up the part of the root that was exposed and basically just explains, like, that helps uh, not kill the plant. Yeah. You know, you got to cover it back. Got to cut, you got to cover it back up with the dead stuff because you know the dead stuff is what gives it nutrients. So you got to cover it back up with the dead stuff because if we don't cover it up with the dead stuff, that's just going to rot the whole thing inside out. And these are rare plants and we do not want to mess with nature. All right. And so covers that and then follows kind of the root as far as they can go um, and tries to pull up. She's a conservationist. Yeah. Oh. Amber's very, very aware of the nature around the area. 
so pulls up kind of the rest of the root uh, as they can find the very, very end because it's been severed. Um, at one point, yeah. they just snap off the end because they're like, you know, it's not connected to the plant anymore, so we don't got to worry about that. So y'all have the root. All right. We got it. We head back to the nocturnal whatever. <laughs> the uh, the nocturnal nautilus. Nocturnal nautilus. Yes. Okay. So you two, you know, make make time. At this point, it's starting to get into late afternoon. You've had a couple tussles. Uh, you've had to walk quite a quite a ways too, because you had to walk yeah. up the beach and scour. So it's it's about you know late afternoon at this point. So you walk back again, make a quick survival check just to see like how long it takes you to 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 get back. Why didn't you stay on the seventeen? It's a seven. Okay, you two are tired. You have fought two group. You've fought one thing of twig blights. You fought a Kelpie. You dug things out. You're getting kind of tired. Yeah. You're like, did we go this way or did we go that way? It's been a full day. Distraction? It's been a full day. So you you maybe like get turned around a little bit trying to find the front gate of, of Neverwinter. Or one of the front gates of Neverwinter. Eventually, I think at some point there's like a... You notice a whole string of, you know, travelers and caravans and people walking. And you're like, oh, we should probably be going in that direction that they're walking because yeah. um, we're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. And Amber, the only reason why Amber is not, you know, leading you straight back is because Amber is, as you see, is preoccupied with the route. Yeah. Just kind of examining it, you know, wanting cleaning it, you know, just kind of wiping it off at up as you walk and kind of just just being very intrigued by it so amber is also not really paying attention yeah um so that's also probably why you two get a little turned around you were relying on me for directions yes when really you should have been relying on amber but amber was preoccupied yes <laughs> nice so yeah so we you have two... learned our lesson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so you two come back into town you find your way and you come back to the uh, to the shop. And as you walk in, Amber drops their stuff and is like, all right, so this is also kind of a two-part thing. This is why this is such a tough thing to have and for people to like, you know, it's, it's let's just say it sucks when people get bit by the snake, right? Okay, I'm going to need your help in creating this tincture. Uh, so I'm going to bring in the root in the back. I'm going to prepare it. I'm going to grab some things and then I'm going to need your help because it's going to be like a two-part process, okay? Okay. All right. So basically the way that this is going to go is we are going to make three sets of checks. Each set of checks is going to determine the process of creating this tincture. Yeah. All right. So, um, each check you will get to choose how you contribute to creating the tincture and it 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 will differ from each each one all right make sense yep okie dokie all right so for the first series amber leads you in goes all right gets her uh gets the fire started um starts to boil fireball right there perfect perfect you do a firebolt and amber's like oh shit 
dang, all right, cool. This speeds up the process. Fantastic. Starts to heat up a pot and Amber takes out a mortar and pestle and starts to grind up some initial ingredients. Basically what what Amber uh, mentions to you is, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff sometimes that we got to do and there's some things that we got to make sure that, uh, you know, we put into this thing to make sure that it happens and that, you know, it, it, it makes sure that it goes well. Okay, so I'm going to grab some of these uh, tree leaves. Uh, I've got, uh, I got two rat tails. Uh, I need, uh, can you grab me that cup of olive oil from the kitchen? I will grab the cup of olive oil. All right. Uh, you run in, you grab what, what she asks you for, you bring it back. She goes, all right, we're going to combine all of these. Uh, but we got to do it in steps and then the root has to go last because it's got to simmer in all the ingredients in order for it to really, you know, get what it needs. And then it'll, and it'll strain it all out. And that way we can give it to the, to the child. Okay. For this first check, Amber's going to take the stuff that she mashed into her mortar and pestle and she's going to pop it into the heated kind of bowl and start to swirl it around. What would you like to kind of help contribute to this first step in creating? Okay. Um, so I think I would just like to have be there with the ingredients ready to hand them to her as she tells me what to do. Okay. Awesome. So I will say, would you say that that feels more like an acrobatics or more like a nature uh because Um, knowing which ones are which and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go for nature because i have an actual plus (laughs) in that (laughs) okay go for it so go ahead and roll nature 12 awesome all right so you see all of the things you start to hand them to her uh, you know, they, they dump them in one by one by one. You see, you know, they're muttering some words under their breath to kind of give this, to try to imbue this with some power. And they go, all right, awesome. This is great. Now we need, uh, can, now I just need that, that cup of olive oil. Just pass that off to me. Um, we need the olive oil to be imbued with something that will, will help to release the toxin from the body. So again, you can choose to do a skill, do a spell. Uh, what would you like to do to help imbue this olive oil? Um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about Firebolt again, like heating it up, getting the, the olive oil itself boiling to sort of help it get, like, be ready to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what I will Words! say. Here's what I will say. You can do that, I'm, but instead of yeah. having you roll like an attack roll or something, I'm gonna have you roll an Arcana check. Okay. So roll me. Okay. Yeah. So roll me an Arcana check to do this. Sixteen. Nice. Okay. So basically, with that sixteen, knowing that you have to imbue this oil with magical essence of some sort, you you conjure up that firebolt. And what you do is you kind of hold your palm over the top. And instead of releasing it like you would like a spell, you release it like a wild magic surge. And you let it just kind of flow out through your hand into the cup that uh, Amber is holding. And Amber kind of is like, oh, 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 dang, that's hot. Dang, that's hot. All right, all right, all right. Um, 
but looks and is like, all right, that looks, all right, that looks good. All right, we're going to, and, and continues with her spell casting, continues with kind of muttering under her breath and kind of adding extra words and, and saying extra pieces as she's stirring this together. All right. She goes, all right, here's, this is the last piece is that we got to add in the root. Um, and what should happen is that when the root is put in, it should react with all the other, you know, ingredients and the magic that we imbued and create a very clear looking tincture. So it should, and she basically describes that it should look a little bit like soft gelatin. Okay. She's like, all right, this is, this is what it should look like. Um, all right, so I'm going to need your help with this one because the way that the roots got to go in, it's got to go in at a, a specific time. All right? Okay. All right, whenever you're ready. Um, and she's going to cue or she's going to ask you to help her cue. So what would you like to do to help with this last step? Oh, so the root itself is prepared to go in, right? Yes. They have taken the time to prepare the root and yeah. it's ready to go in. Okay, so I think, I mean, so what, I'm trying to figure out what I need to do to be ready for it. So maybe just like be ready to throw it in when I just. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so you can do, I will say that you can make that a straight dex check. You can make that an insight roll to. to Insight, yeah, I like insight. Okay, to kind That's of like one. Pers- to like have the insight of like when like you are almost like feeling yeah. out the timing of when to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Insight is four. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Before uh the two checks that we got before were pretty high. Yeah. So uh, Amber sees you starting to like go, and she she pauses. He was like, "Hold on, hold on. You you don't you don't seem yeah. no you don't you don't seem quite focused yet. I need you to wait. You just gotta breathe. You gotta be calm. Take a minute. Really sit. You know when you're ready. We prefer it before it's too before it's too early. It's not gonna fully set right. So okay, just let's try. You know, don't don't." Not quite, not quite that time. I'll try one more time. And so we're going to. Okay. Basically, this is going to allow for one more, one more roll. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try it again. Be better. Be, that's better. 19. So getting that, you know, support from, getting that support from Amber, (sighs) taking a breath, refocusing, kind of feeling, you know, as she's stirring, you're getting the rhythm of as she's stirring. And it's almost like a three, two, one. She says a certain word. You toss it in. She smashes it into the rest of the tincture. You know, starts to just like mash it as fast as she can. Just kind of watching it starting to boil and build and and all kind of come together. And then finally, she just kind of stops, taps it on the edge and says, all right, now we got to leave it for at least 10 minutes. When we come back, hopefully it'll be the tincture and we can kind of go from there. All right? Okay. Okay. All right. So, do you do anything while you're waiting for those 10 minutes or? Uh, no. Not really. I think she'll walk around looking at the different things in the, um, in the shop. Maybe, 
you know, so how did you get into making up potions and tinctures and things? You know, not very, not very many people ask me that. I just kind of, you know, it's, it's really important to be in connection with the land you're living on. So I just found that it was really important that, you know, if there's anything that we're going to do to take care of ourselves, that I just check in with the, with, with plants and I check in with the animals. And, and I noticed that like from a really young age, my, my, my mom like really had a connection with the earth and with the animals and with the plants. And uh, she kind of described that as more than just like a gut feeling. And then when I became of age, uh, she noticed some of the same like kind of like magical stirrings within me and uh, kind of like that like primordial stuff, you know? Uh, so like she just noticed it. And so she tried to cultivate that in me. And uh, just since then, I just really liked it. You know, I also just really like getting in the dirt, you know, like, like plants, you know, like being connected with that kind of stuff. Um, so it was just really something that I enjoyed. You know, and then uh, then I, at some point I came here to Neverwinter. It's been a while. Uh, I've been here a while, so I can't quite remember entirely what's what's what got me here. Or how, I don't know. That's probably another story for another time. Uh, just because I, I I can't remember it half the time anyway. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. What about what about you? You got into adventuring. I mean, like you held your own back there with that kelpie. But uh, I mean, look at that. You had all this magical craziness happening. Like what was with that? That's what I want to know. Well, um, my family, it has draconic bloodline. No kidding. And so when, yeah, when I was younger, it emerged and I started having powers. And, um, at one point the gods chose me to help people and I was sent to various places. It's how I came here. Well, dang. I've never had that happen. So you just like fall asleep and then wake up someplace else. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like some weird stuff happening. Are we sure it's gods? It's <laughs> I I'm fairly certain. I don't see how else it would happen. Hmm. And they they kind of give a give you a little bit of a like that feels weird kind of a look just because <laughs> just because they seem to not be familiar with that. Yeah, that seems wrong, but sure. <laughs> and at this point, uh, they are like, all right, I'm going to go check on it. Kind of goes in the back. Uh, you hear a little like, ah, nice. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Awesome, great. Uh, you hear some clanking and things happening, uh, some scraping. And you see uh, them come out with a little glass container. Kind of like something you would put like a cream in. You know, that has like a really big thick stopper yeah. and yeah. Uh, they go, okay, all right, this, this should do it. Uh, let's, uh, I, I can write the instructions on the thing and you can bring it to the family. Uh, and that way if they have any questions, cause uh, I should probably clean up back here. It's been a really long day. Um, so would you mind like delivery? I'll write out all the instructions. All right. All Great. right. Awesome. Oh, uh, do we owe you? Do we owe you anything for this? I don't know why you would pay me. It's the family who's doing it. I mean, if they want to pay me, they can. They can send someone. They. I mean, all those rich, rich folks tend tend to do that. All right. So I take the I take the tincture and I take the instructions and I very yep very careful. <laughs> they write out what to do and they write out like step by step. I put it very carefully in my bag, as not to drop or break anything. All right. And I rush back to the house. <laughs> Nurture run! <laughs> I 
true to run back. Well, it is the fastest way to run. Always. So you Naruto run your way back, uh, <laughs> passing people in the street who are just like, who, who, what the, what the, what, oh, whatever, you know, running past things. Uh, and you get to the front house, you get to the door and you, you knock. That was a really soft knock. Um, that was a really fleshy on, sounding knock. That was, was a gross knock. I might edit that out. I was like, it's like, that's not how a door sounds. Mm-mm. You rush up to the door, you knock, 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 wait, and then the door opens, and you see Iris, the, uh, the, the butler, go, oh, you are, you're, you're back already. Yes, I have, I have it, I have it, um, there's instructions. I have, oh, oh, for the child, please, please, come in, yes. come in. Um, yes. And, and he ushers you in, actually, and is like, actually, follow me. Uh, and leads yeah. you to the child's room, and where he knocks on the door very politely and goes, "Madam, Madam, the lady uh, has returned with uh, the ointment in question." Uh, and you immediately hear like a get up and like da, 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 like through the door, and the door flings open. More Naruto running. <laughs> More Naruto running from parents. Uh, <laughs> door flings open, and Lady, gosh, I said her name earlier. Um, Lady Ramal, yes, Lady Ramal throws the door up and is like, "You're here. It's please bring it, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in." And that's she says, "Yes, Miss Har, Miss Haraway. What, what do we do with this? What do I do?" I I, I pull out the instructions, and I <laughs> hand them to her. She okay. She takes the instructions and reads them, and she's like, "Okay, apply tincture directly to bite wound." Uh, okay, I begin with... applying the tincture to the bite wound. Okay, so she's she's gonna read it out loud. Um, yep. Basically, you know, apply the tincture to the bite wound, wrap the bite wound, and then place the tincture. And then it says like place the tincture on the eyelids and on the mouth of the person, and repeat this every two hours. And, okay, like, this should slowly coagulate the poison and it should be maybe not described as eloquently as I'm about to say it, but the, but then she says it will be discharged from the system uh, within the course of a few days. Okay. And so you do that, you start that, uh, the lady takes the tincture and goes, thank you. Thank you for your hastiness. Thank you for doing this. I, I would. Would you mind staying around for a, a day or two, just, just to see that that it works, that it's helpful? Do you have the time? I, I, I have all the time in world, though. I am not always in control of when I come or go. Well, um, I would hope that the gods would allow you to stay for at least a couple days or so to see that the, that my child is is doing okay. Let us hope. Okay. Um, she sets you up actually in the room you initially woke <laughs> up in. You get set up in the room. Uh, do you have any like nighttime routines or rituals? Like, is there anything that you do to support, or do you just go to your room and take care of you? <laughs> Yeah, um, I think, I think I would just, you know, one last check on the child, um, go to my room, prepare for bed, you know, 
get I don't think I have jammies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, get you know, get in bed, get ready, maybe read a little and you know, eventually fall asleep. Okay. And you fall asleep. You have a restful sleep. You do, as you sleep, get the sensation. You don't dream, but you get vague feelings of, of stability, at least for this night. And when you wake up, you are actually still in the room that you woke up in that morning, which is a little odd because usually you don't stay in the place that you are. At least, at least, well, sometimes I do if it's, you know, if the, if my, if I'm needed for longer. You get the sense that the history of, of arcana in your blood and in your heritage um, and with the dream that you had, there was a communication of staying at least for one more night. You go down, uh, or actually you tell me, what do you do when, when you wake up? Um, I think I would actually check on the child first thing. Okay. Um, see how Shanti, Shanti, that's what I believe we said the name was. Shante. Shante is doing. Um, and then I would go down, maybe seek okay. breakfast, seek, you know, see how the mother is doing. Okay. Yeah, so you uh, you leave your room, you go and you check on Shantae. When you go to check on Shantae, you notice that uh, Lady Ramal is the one who opens the door. And at this point, you get the sense that she yeah. has just been She sleeping. hasn't left her bedside, yeah. Yeah, she, she hasn't left the child's bedside throughout all of this. So that's something that you notice and you kind of infer of like, oh, okay, this is where I'll find her. Yeah. Um, and so in doing so... You you check in on the child, and the child is starting to get some some color in their face. Her appendages and like that sinking, semi meltiness that was happening seems to have reversed slightly. Um, the child is not awake yet, but when you go and check the uh, when you go and you check the bandages you notice that that bite wound actually seems to have changed. It doesn't quite look like it's got that like eczema thing around it. The holes seem to be closing up a little bit and the bandages seems to have soaked up a little bit of like liquid. Okay. Uh, they seem a little damp, like there's a little moisture. Do you, what do you do with that? Um, I, taking this as a good sign, Um, I'm gonna... I'm going to ask when the last time she applied the tincture was. You asked um, and if it's Ramal. Yeah, because you said it was every two hours. So um, I assume she's done it once or twice but during the night. Um, so if it's time to do it again, I'll put, you know, do the thing for her and I'll apply fresh bandages. Yep. So uh, you do check in with Lady Ramal. Um, she tells you that she has been applying it every two hours. You maybe hold some small talk, support her a little bit. Yeah. As the second, as this, as this new round rolls around, you help her with the bandages um, and everything. And you stick around, you know, throughout the day. Um, I would at some point like to have some time when I have some time sit down write a letter to my parents okay um 
and maybe give it, um, ask, um, I've forgotten the butler's name. Iris. Iris. Um, ask them if they can send it to my parents. Of course, madam. I will put this out shortly. And Thank Iris, you. Iris takes your letter and heads off. Um, but yeah, mostly just stick around, support Lady Romald. Yeah. All right. You stick around. Uh, you provide Maybe make some... small talk. You make some small talk. You provide some moral support. Uh, by the end of the evening, the child gently does start to stir a little bit. Enough, not enough to, you know, suggest full healing, but just a little bit of like, just like maybe some eye fluttering. Still definite progress, though. Definite progress, you know, starts to maybe shift, you know, because before they were just fully lethargic on one side. You see them, maybe they start to kind of seem like they're getting their strength because they're starting to try to roll over on their side just to readjust and feel more comfortable. And at that point, the the lady of the house, Lady Ramal, just seems tired, relieved. Um, she herself writes a letter of thanks in a small coin purse to be sent back to, to Amber, which she provides to Iris. Um, I am actually going to suggest that maybe she try and get some sleep and that I will sit with, um, with the child whose name I have again forgotten. <laughs> it's okay. We can call, we can call them the child. They're kids. The child. The you child. know, much like yeah. the Mandalorian. The child. Yes. And then poof, they turn into Yoda. Just kidding. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's definitely copyrighted. Definitely. We cannot. I mean, that could probably stay in because we're making fun, but yeah. either way. Okay. You suggest that yeah. she gets some rest and Lady Ramal just kind of rubs her eyes and <sighs> gives a heavy sigh. Says, yes, I am due for some sleep. I I appreciate your offer to stay in the room with my child. I will... I will, however, ask for uh, for for one of the one of the helpers of the house to bring just a spare bedroll, and I will I will sleep on the floor here. I'm perfectly fine, but I will I will actually take some rest if you would not mind. Understandable, understandable. I, as I said, I will sit here and I will make sure that the tincture is applied on the proper times. Okay. While you get some rest. Sounds good. Mom finally gets some rest. Uh, you stay up. You apply the tincture every two hours. You know, take off the bandages. Iris comes in and helps every once in a while. And at the end of that shift, at the end of that second day, actually in the morning, uh, Lady Ramal wakes up, thanks you for helping out with this, notices that her child seems to be breathing a lot freer, seems to have some of their color back, and says, you know, because you have been so helpful and because you have been there and watched over invites you to take a take a rest in uh in the guest room to get some yeah. rest yourself since you were up very late yeah i i will i will take the rest okay you go upstairs you go to lay down fall asleep and at some point in 
the afternoon because you have been you went to bed in in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we see one of the maids, you know, walk her way up to that guest room, give a quick knock, 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 and gently opens the door to say, you know, Madam, um, just wanting to check if you opens the door fuller and checks the room and sees the room is empty as you have moved on and gone to somewhere else in your adventures. Yay! Yay! And with that, our one shot is complete. Yay! Yay! So uh, a little habit that I have after one shot is to do like just a quick like decompress. Yeah. Like chat, you know, just kind of check in like how how was that for you? Any thoughts? Uh, yeah. As well as just like a quick like, what'd you think? It was great. Um, it was a great story. It was, I love Amber. <laughs> she is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. She deserves all of the good things. What what class was she? So I I formed Amber to be a multi-class druid ranger. I felt like okay. someone who, you know, runs a shop and does a lot of their own harvesting would kind of have a little bit of that like druidic power but also like the ranger expertise of going out into the world and kind of gathering yeah so because like when you were talking when she was talking about her history i was like yeah that's definitely you know druid but like druids don't get fighting styles and that's where the imposed disadvantage comes in that yeah that was a that was a little bit of a homebrew thing that was a little okay. bit of a like, you know what? I think I think that because of her ranger background, I think it would be fun to allow her to be able to impose that, um, you know, especially yeah. if she's fighting with with another person. So that was that was more of like a homebrew, like make it make make it up kind of a thing. Um, yeah, because I enjoy doing that with D anD. d Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we we homebrew everything. <laughs> Not everything, but we homebrew a lot of stuff. My players have a Displacer Beast kitten and a <laughs> and um a vulture that's about to become a familiar of sorts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's that but that's awesome. I I I kind of created Amber as a way to be like a support. Uh, yeah. guide or just someone to kind of go along with you because uh so something uh the listener is not gonna know because this happens off mic is that we talk about you know what yeah. you what what we what you want to play through and kind of like talking through some history and lee something you shared with me that was really helpful was like having the ability to have someone to play off of yeah and not just like going on a solo mission and yeah. that was really helpful for me to pick up on and and I'm curious and it sounds it sounds like it was well, helpful like, to play through with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, like I said when we were talking about it off mic, it just feels like, like if I'm just by myself, it feels like very dull to me mm. to be doing that. Like I feel like I can't really role play on that because it's yeah. just me. Okay, I'll roll this thing and then I'll roll that thing and then I'll fight these things and there's no actual <laughs> you know, character stuff going on. It's just me 
you know. Yeah. So having, you know, someone there to, you know, be able to have a conversation with or is where I get to do like the role play. Yeah. Well, it was really, it was really fun. And I'm glad that you got to play in, uh, in this world and that we got to play together. Yeah. And I'm glad the kid's okay. The kid's okay. Yay. (laughs) That's the best part. I know the people might think or and people can think all they want and people might be like, oh, it's a little railroady because, you know, things work out yeah. in the end. But you know what? I mean, you know, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And it's who just... doesn't like a happy ending. Right. So, yeah. you know, I kind of feel like the dad's an asshole for not being around for any of this. <laughs> I will be completely honest. I just forgot to find a way to write in dad. <laughs> So it wasn't even um, an on-purpose thing. It was a genuine, like, oh, yeah, so you'll run into mom, and mom will be kind of hesitant, and da, da, da. And I just completely forgot to be like, and where is and dad? And then there's dad. Dad is elsewhere. I think in my mind, when I think about it, I think dad was out, uh, probably out trying to find another healer. Okay. That's what my, that's where my thought process goes, is, like, dad was, dad was like, you stay home. I'm going to try to find somebody has not having any luck is maybe writing home to mom and saying like, I'm not having any luck. Mom is like, well, there's this one, like, Oh, there's one that we haven't quite tried out yet, but we haven't really trusted because we just have never talked with them before. Eh." So yeah, yeah. it's been fun. I've appreciated playing and listener uh, as always, if you enjoyed listening to hearing, Play. I would invite you to come back and join us at the table next time. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for joining myself and Lee on our RPG adventure. Want to hear more wild shenanigans from our adventurers? Well, as always, come join us at the table next time. We'd love to see you there. Bleh. Oh man. I'm going to wait till you're done. Wait till you're done so that we can continue, honey. Yeah. Yeah. You're not making podcasting easy. No. Do you want to come hang out? Okay. We seem to be have we seem to be okay oh. now. All right. Oh yeah, I I had the problem with Tolstoy. He would like lie on my chest and pe- the people on the other side of the um of the call for the D and D would be like, that is a very loud cat. <laughs> yep. So, so that's one of the reasons he's not allowed in here during this. Yeah, I initially didn't allow Lupin because she would do this. <laughs>